WBHM News, I'm Andrew Yeager. Proponents of gambling in Alabama are on a roll after the House passed a measure Thursday that would allow for a lottery and casinos. It's a major step for an idea that has spent years languishing in the legislature. And it's where we start this week's legislative wrap-up with Todd Stacy. He's host of Capital Journal on Alabama Public Television. Todd, thanks for joining us. Good to be with you. Now, this gambling proposal was the first big-ticket item of the season. It had some notable voices against it, but yet it passed the House. How did it make it over that hump? Yeah, it was a significant uh, accomplishment for the House. Um, remember, going back to the previous you know, gambling plans, they've all gone to the House to die, and they've never been able to muster the votes to be able to even bring it to the floor. This time was different. A couple of things, and w- one is that when you align those three issues, casinos, a lottery, and sports betting, all those factions were united you know, behind this plan. Another factor is Democrats. So they need those 27 Democratic votes, and they had them. The last time this was an issue back in 2021, there was a disagreement between the Republicans and Democrats about some specifics in the bill. This time, there, there, it wasn't. So that's a real factor. When you have that 27 votes, it makes up for the fact that 32 Republicans voted against it. How do you see the Senate looking at this plan? Because it's still um, as far from a done deal. Far from a done deal. The Senate is a very different body with different rules. Um, It's also a different Senate than it was back in 2021. There's been an election since. And so you could argue that it's more conservative. And that that doesn't necessarily mean more pro-gambling. So I think it could be a challenge upstairs in the Senate. Asking around to different members, um, they think it has pretty strong uh, odds, but there's also a lot of time. They may not want to just jump right into gambling. I mean, the House passed this about as quickly as you can, but the Senate, if they, they may take more time. And why that matters is that gives time to the opposition, right? There are, there are conservative groups out there that are opposed to this, that think it's a bad idea, that think it's you know going to lead to corruption and addiction and family breakdown. The longer they take in the Senate, the more time those groups have to, to get that message out and to work the halls and and try to get senators on their side. Also, the Alabama Senate on Wednesday approved a bill that would put a politically appointed board in control of the Alabama Department of Archives and History. Now, give us some of the backstory here, because as I understand it, this came after the department hosted an LGBTQ history lecture. That's right. So every, I guess it's a monthly or weekly event, the um, Department of Archives and History in its auditorium hosts a brown bag lunch featuring, you know, a, a history professor or some group talking about a particular topic. One time last year, that topic was the history of gay and lesbian Alabamians. That got out, right? I think it was reported out by some right-wing news uh, outlets. Kind of got blown out of proportion, you may, you might say. And a lot of Republican senators saw an opportunity, really, to make political hay out of it. But what, you know, Senator Chris Elliott, he's the sponsor of this legislation. His main point was that he wants the department to be more responsive. He felt like he had questions about this event. And so if the if their board is accountable to the governor and legislative leaders through their appointments, maybe that means the, the archives will be more responsive to the legislature. So that's really his point. But again, plenty of opposition. The Democrats uh, said this was uh, a meaningless bill. 
Well, finally, lawmakers are starting to dig into Governor Kay Ivey's education savings account proposal. These are vouchers families can use to send their kids to private school or for homeschooling expenses. Now, during a hearing this week, you heard some lawmakers voice concerns about the plan as it stands now. What were some of those concerns? They're going to be bringing a substitute bill. Senator Orr is the, is the sponsor. And one thing that's going to address is there was some confusion out the gate as to does, does this bill cap? how much money can be spent on education savings accounts, how much uh, overall you know, can be spent. A lot of people wanted a, a, a cap on that, whether that's $100 million or $200 million. The whole point is limiting, especially in the first few years, just how many millions of dollars can be used in taxpayer funds to do this education savings account uh, plan. Todd Stacey is host of Capital Journal on Alabama Public Television. He joins us most Fridays during the legislative session. Todd, thanks for your time. Thank you.